Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, hi, hi. Guys, Guys, we're back with another incredible episode of the Arb- one and Arbuch. only Arbuch. Robich. Robich. Um, today we're doing something a little differently. We're doing things a little differently around here. We do things a little differently. I was out to dinner on Wednesday night with a bunch of girlfriends. And have you noticed that at every restaurant now, the waiter will be like, have you been here before? Have you dined with us before? And if you're like, if someone's like, no, they're like, I'm going to walk you through the menu really quick. Yeah. And they're like, these are the starters. You could start with them. They're like appetizers. <laughs> yeah. you, should, you order one. You They usually come before the meal. Right. They're like, this is uh, the main course. It's the main thing that you would eat after your appetizer. And to the right here are sides that are side dishes. They're small. Like they literally explain to you like you're a fucking imbecile like illiterate we know that you've like, never died like you're daryl hannah and Mer- in splash. splash where you have no idea yeah. how a restaurant even functions or works and a menu that literally says appetizers main course and sides i think it well you know what it is i think it's because for so long everything was like a qr code so like waiters were sort of like obsolete in terms of like explaining things because the only because they couldn't get close to you so the only thing they could do is like bring so now there's nothing to point at now they're like well we have to remind people this is how menus are Mm -hmm. which i'm like love that but also like yeah i get it please yeah just tell me what's like really good tell me what you love tell Tell me me. something new don't don't try and educate me on a thing that i have known for years tell me about yourself yeah i would love anything other than you giving me a tight 
two and a half on how this menu works. I have eyes, ears, and a brain. I I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. I've noticed now that menus are becoming a thing again. Yeah, I'm also, thank God, menus are a thing I know, again. I know, I couldn't I hate scanning. a QR code. I don't want to be on my phone. I want to no. put the phone away and not even look at it wanna, for an wanna, hour and a half to two and a half hours. I want to feel my hands scanning down the menu. I want to go full Big Daddy Sitch style, order too much food, make some people uncomfortable with how much food I'm ordering, and then feel just like glee about it. I know. I'm watching Vegas Jersey Shore family vacation. It's so good. It's sad. It's, it's really sad. But it's, it's sad. It's happy. But situation is so I like he's, he's like good, so zen. I know. He's a true quoting like AA. I'm like, there you go. And also it's cool to see him be able to go out with everyone and enjoy himself and yeah. like, he's not like staying inside like i feel like when i was not drinking for a year i just stayed in my apartment most it's of the hard time. i mean it's i'd be triggered yeah I mean, he, i'm sure he is triggered but he really like i think he feels the support from them and they don't seem to be they're not they, insensitive about no they don't neg him or like they all they are like positive it's so fascinating because like on Housewives, like, Roni and whenever people aren't drinking, like, people say something about it. But, like, when they're all taking shots, they go, like, like, Joe was like, we love you, Mike. You know, like, just, like, little check-ins. They're family. Like, yeah, they, they're fucking family. They're family. They're well, bond of life. Today, we have sort of a little Today, we have moment. family vibes we're going doing down. A little, we're, getting in, we're getting some New York City up in, up in our, you know, L.A. roost right mm-hmm. now. And I'm really excited to be. They're kind of, like... It almost feels like parallel lives, like parallel pod worlds. Yeah. We have fabulous guests today who are mm-hmm. hosts of an incredible podcast. Yeah, we have uh, Lily Morota and Stephen Phillips Horst from Celebrity Book Club with Stephen and Lily. Two comedians, bon vivants, You might have heard of their podcast. It's blowing the fuck up right now. It's being written up everywhere. They're sexy. They're hot. They're hilar. And they're going international, Dole. Yeah, they have a show in London coming up next month. And I, quite frankly, I'm jealous. But right now we have them here and we're so lucky. So without further ado. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique Unique Podcast. Beverly Hills Angels. Today, today's a good a day. Huge day. Uh, Jesus is smiling down on this white choir because uh, special guests Stephen and Lily from Celebrity Book Club with Stephen and Lily are 
here with us in the virtual stew. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for having us. This is the LA New York crossover people have been been waiting waiting for. for. This is it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. West Coast versus East Coast. You guys are kind of New York. New York celebs. I mean, you guys are definitely New York icons. I thought you were going to say with the New York, the New York you, which is also true. Well, Uh, (laughs) you guys are LA icons. We can't. Yeah. We can't be in the same place at the same time. (laughs) So when you guys come to LA, we vacate. Yeah. You go to to New York. You you go to Aspen. Oh, oh, well, we'll be gone. We'll give you the lay of the land. What would happen if we were all in the same room together? Absolute cacophony. Would we all just burst into flames yes okay. yeah i mean glasses a, being a portal would open know. up into gay how <laughs> <laughs> dishes being thrown against the wall it would look like a hole yeah wait you guys are going to london soon for a show all going tell me to everything london. about this this is international rock star <laughs> i just gripped my seat <laughs> you're like um, what the fuck <laughs> I mean, listen, we are going to the reality is that we're going to a friend's wedding in Ireland. And then we were like, well, we kind of need like something else to do, not not just going all the way to Europe for this one wedding. So let's try to do a show at like a very modest venue in London. Um, And And not that weddings aren't really important and like God. No, and I support love. And I would go, I would travel the globe. I would cross mountains (laughs) for love, for someone else's love. Fiji, Maldives, Antarctica. Vanuatu. But yeah, we figured we're going (laughs) to Ireland. I've never been to London or a lot of places outside the United States. So got to give that passport a workout. I want to see Buckingham Palace, and I don't know, I always oh. see... You yeah, know, you want to get your little paws on that scepter. I want to obviously get in line. Pay your say respects my, you know, to Liz. What's so great right now is that the pound is like almost equal to the dollar, so you guys couldn't be picking a better time to go and topple the monarchy. I'm going to buy so much trash souvenirs now we're so, we're so ready megan watch out <laughs> your team megan i've been mainlining her podcast in preparation <laughs> i still haven't listened i need to <laughs> will you guys be joining the queue um i mean i'd love to you know just inhale that that formaldehyded corpse like that does sound really appealing mm. and you know as a huge fan of british history and and jewels you know, I think it'd be fun. Um, at the same time, it sounds like a lot of waiting in line. And, you know, as kind of a niche micro celebrity, I don't love to wait in line. I wish there was like an exclusive podcast no. line. You come in like, oh, my God. Oh, get it. Get in the pod. Get in Megan's podcast. Line. Yeah. You, you have a niche American mm-hmm. podcast. Please. Press. <laughs> I want to get in line. Have Stephen take a photo of me in line. And then. Mm. Leave, you know, get, get out of line. line. Reveal yeah. yeah, just get the mm-hmm. photo up of the line. Yeah, and be like, I waited forty three hours. I'm starving. Yeah. Like, mm. where's your show? What pub? What fancy pub is your show at? It's at the Bill Murray, which is so cheeky. It's like a comedy club called the Bill Murray. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is huge. Taking things niche podcast, taking things international, is honestly a dream. And I couldn't be happier for you guys. No less on a Tuesday. 
the most random oh, day of yeah. the week. That's honestly chic. Jealous. <laughs> yes, because it just proves like you don't need a weekend. No. Oh. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. No, weekends are for weddings. Wait, I need to know where you guys first and foremost land on the uh, Rinna versus Kathy of it all. Like, whose side are you on? What are your thoughts? Where are your allegiances? Go. Great question. I'm so glad. This is the best question I've ever been asked in my life. You're welcome. <laughs> really. Um, <laughs> I'm torn. I'm team Rinna because I love her and I think she's like so fabulous and I love that how big her lips get and like that she's like a stoner and always in like streetwear. On the other hand, I do feel like Kathy is getting dementia and like it's like wow. is it even team kathy or is like kathy need to be put in a home like she's wearing the same t-shirt every day and just like just so sundowning her... yeah steven yeah no well <laughs> you, and I, you, you know that? i see you and sundowning is obviously a really serious issue in both human and pet communities but i think that kathy you know there, there's something to that right it's at night when things get crazy and there is this yes. gray gardens element to her and you're just like oh she's in the same <laughs> weird old sweatshirt like she's in the same like little dirty socks and it's like you know the, the woman has 500 million dollars to her name and yet you know everyone else is it looks like you know they they walked out of a a store like literally just with the tags on but she's just like everything is weird and old and random so i, I want to give her a lot of leeway and also you know Let's not let's not pretend that Rinna is some innocent little wallflower. I mean, she's Machiavellian. She she's oh, no, the she's, Bethany of the show. She's absolutely evil. She's and... she's she's the mad she's the mad hatter. She's the Pied Piper. She's the orc. She's she's the orc. <laughs> she's the horn section and the conductor all in one. And and you know and I think like and that's great and that's beautiful and every show needs that role. But I'm not gonna sit here and think like oh yeah she, her motives. Motives are like completely genuine. And I just, you know, it's so funny you asked that question because I was actually just watching that scene with the two of them. And of course, in Housewives fashion, it's so like <laughs> everyone is having a fight that lasts usually like two seasons about what she said. And it's always yep. that she said that is something Stupid. that I cannot get over that she said that. And she hasn't apologized for saying that she said that. And then it's like, I can't believe she's still saying that. And at this time, I'm tired. I'm tired and I'm frustrated and I can't do it anymore. But I need another apology. But I'm tired. And then like after 10 episodes, it morphs into and in front of my kids. It's like and then you have to add the kids mm -hmm. element. Yeah. But I was just I, I don't know. I'm just like they're still not really kind of saying like <laughs> what she said. <laughs> and I guess we'll we'll, I know. we'll never know what Kathy said. <laughs> about Kyle. But we will know that she called Dorit <laughs> <laughs> called Dorit a useless idiot. <laughs> well, that's fair. I am team Kathy in this way. When they were in Aspen and Lisa goes, can I try the 818? That's my friend Kendall's tequila. I mean, I love the idea that that, that like set everyone off. <laughs> Rin is very protective of the Kardashians. And then Kathy starts like <laughs> roasting her being like, are you serious? Being like to this random Vale bartender <laughs> or Aspen being so like, oh, can I try the 818? That's my friend Kendall's tequila. <laughs> like that is, 
I'd be roasting Rena too. I also love the idea that she went to Aspen to try it. Kind of like, oh, wait, I haven't had this yet. Wait, ooh, that's my friends. I heard. <laughs> I, <laughs> she said it was yeah. at a couple, you know, boutique bars. So I, I flew to Aspen to do a shot. This is the place that I'm going to officially try. And then everyone denies trying Kathy's tequila that like Nikki Hilton is an investor in. Yeah. The French tequila, by the way, which I don't trust. <laughs> Flop. French tequila? Wait, I don't get it. What do you mean? Is it French? Is it French agave? <laughs> it's made in France. Yeah. Bar- she was like, it was made in barrels in France. And everyone <laughs> looks at her like they've never drank tequila in their life. They're all like, um, whoa, I don't drink tequila. Like, you know, I drink vodka. And it's actually offensive that you'd even offer me tequila. Well, but this is like, this is also like Kathy being so great gardens. And I'm just like, what is she talking about? Like, that was some like, weird leftover like cleaning solution that was like in a warehouse somewhere that she had access to <laughs> yeah. and like somebody was like we got to make this like everyone's trying to take advantage of her they look at it they see dollar signs right some skeevy guy is coming and saying i'm gonna make you a tequila brand sweetheart and she's just like okay like here are the keys to one of my random properties like go make tequila for me she doesn't know what's going on that tequila is not from france yeah like you can just license your name or whatever uh, and put it on any old cleaning solution or Windex and then sell it as tequila. Like, that's why every celebrity has alcohol. I have six tequila brands in the current market right now going, you know, low, mid, top shelf. I have a few going. And then I feel like seven, actually, (laughs) one in every continent. (laughs) Yeah, you need to take over the market. I feel like Lisa and Aspen doing like was trying so hard to come off as like chill girl and was being like yeah i took an (laughs) edible like i love pot like if only everyone had had edibles we'd all be like eating doritos and laughing like (laughs) like she also isn't like storing the pot so much yeah lisa do you think rena loves mdma no yeah i could see her rolling yeah i feel like she's just like i'm just no no Did you say no, Stephen? Yeah, I did say no. You were just reactively saying no to something I said. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, you know, you really bring up the contrarian in me. But at the same time, I look at Lisa. And again, like, I'll I'll come back to this point again and again on this episode. But she is the Bethany of the franchise. And like, there, there is a she she's the most like Adderall of all of them. Like she is like she's. She totally. You know, she's uppered. And so, like, MDMA, I guess, I mean, that is an upper, but I feel like it's not even enough of a controlled upper for her. Like, she is about control in yeah. a way that the other girls are not. Mm. I mean, Erica, to me, is more MDMA. Totally. She has Molly face. She's got Molly. You know Molly face is like... Yes. It's that weird Instagram filter. Picasso vibes. She's Picasso. I mean, <laughs> yeah. she's kind of the... <laughs> she's Pangea. She's the the sort of the drag queen of the crew like to me she's always like hey, hey guys you know and she- her voice to me <laughs> seems identical to miley cyrus's voice. Oh. did anyone else get that yeah i haven't thought of that but now i'm gonna pay attention and that seems like it totally tracks like just kind of a deeper masculine vibe. husky liquored it's Husky, but like a little druggy too. Kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I said her voice sounds like Jim Jones from Jonestown. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a rocker. Is that it? Not to pry. Is is that a band? <laughs> Jim Jones. There's Brian Jonestown Massacre. 
right? Right. I know about that. It was a cult. <laughs> and then Jim Jones. Yeah. But there is like a uh, like a heroiny sound kind of band that was like Anthony Bourdain's favorite song was like a song. Yes. That, band did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that they are two different things. Wait, question. Have you guys read Renovation? Okay, it's on my to-do list, and I've definitely flipped through it at, like, many a Barnes & Noble and, like, many a thrift store. But, no, I haven't read Renovation. But I do need to, like, renovate my life and my apartment. Absolutely. (laughs) Renovation is what radicalized me into Mm. becoming a Lisa Rinna super fan. Wow, okay. Like, I was on the fence and sometimes a hater, but then I read Renovation, and I was like, I have no choice but to love this woman till the end of time. So... Do you find her less cynical than, and again, not to use Bethany and you, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a Roni, that's Roni's really my, my greatest frame of reference mm, for the, for love the language. Housewives, yes, franchise. But like, it seems like you don't find her as cynical and as, as maybe as scheming as my impression is of her. She's absolutely, absolutely a schemer. And, but what I love about her is that she is selling it. She goes into soap opera actor mode. Yes. So like everything she's doing with the Kathy situation is like acting like she's traumatized and has PTSD, which is a lie. Like, right. And no, being I mean, it's, it's so insane. dramatic about everything. When, she, when she's at the 1920s flapper party. Also, every, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's always a flapper party. She's, with, she's with Always. They're like, I was thinking Great Godspeed. I don't know. It just occurred to me. <laughs> Almost all the housewives are having a flapper party, which goes to, I feel like once girls turn 16, the only idea for a party in their head is is flapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crystal's episode was like, the Roaring Twenties, special decades, husband. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, what? <laughs> wait, wait. Why? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> what why? happened? She can't explain. And her, her husband, who's like twice her age, and is like, what is he, like a tech person or something is always in a hoodie he's a director i think oh, directed good. the lion king ever heard of that ever oh, heard so of he's it? oh so he's like really famous <laughs> that's why they have that absolutely massive house and she's like 25 yeah. crystal mm-hmm. huh okay well and he's gay rob he, <sighs> she seems bi to me also no i'm kidding but he is there's something there is something like vaguely he's a, there's there's a layer to him that i feel like is mysterious wait did you clock Okay, this was a very interesting gay, like, conversation topic they brought up where they were just like, does your man like you all dolled up and in makeup? Or does he like you au naturel? (laughs) And Lisa, who is, of course, always projecting this image of being like, I have the perfect marriage and my husband and I fuck like every day, we're we're Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. She was like, Harry just likes me, no makeup. Like, disgusting, disgusting messy buns, sweatpants, finals week, like... She's like, that's how Harry <laughs> loves me. And then she, but then all the other On girls the are like, oh, and like Dorit's like, yeah, my like big fat old British husband loves when I'm like <laughs> fully in heels and like so much makeup walking around. And like, they're all just like, oh yeah, we have to be like full drag queens around our husbands. And like, that's how they like us. And it was such a like <laughs> weird, I was like, oh, so like, are you, it's eye opening. It is. Cause you're like, they're kind of saying like, yeah, all our husbands are like gay and or <laughs> like, I don't know, like that's what they're, 
Yeah, right? Isn't that the admission? It was absolutely gay. I do believe that Harry likes Lisa dressed down because Lisa looks more insane every single episode and is like, her <laughs> eye makeup is so thick and raccoon. I'm like, she, it's with permanent marker. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would actually, I feel like I came into Lisa because I loved Harry actually on Veronica Mars. And so I've kind of been a, just a stand of wow. their marriage for years, honestly. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm one of their adopted children. Rita actually was looking like Chris Shell from Selling mm-hmm. Sunset at Erica's DJ's extensions hair party. party. Oh yeah, her pop up, her pop up product launch. She was like, "I want to do something different." <laughs> so we invited actually our stylist, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when they flash <laughs> to being like, "Well, why isn't like Kathy here and Garcelle?" and everyone's like, "Well, Garcelle has a job," and she texted, which is huge of her. And then it's like, <laughs> "Well, yeah, I guess Garcelle like is on set." <laughs> she's not running to this she's hair extension set. like i love wait i don't know remember, this was when reno was like accusing garcelle of not texting thank you for like the sauce and she was like i would have loved to say yeah. to harry garcelle loved the sauce and i couldn't <laughs> say that to him and like that is an example of that brilliant soap opera acting where like she found she was able to like, um, like create this imagined moment where she never was able to say to Harry, Garcelle loved the sauce and how like satisfying that would have been. For- yes. It hurt her. That yeah, l- and the it, loss it of was that. a microaggression yeah. <laughs> and a trauma that she's processing in real time. Right. And really consciously thinking about, and she sells that and it's, it's so fake, but I eat it up. I live for that. The way she sells stuff is amazing. She sold that. So so hard and it was like in the moment you're like you're right because like you never realize how much you want to sh- cherish those little exchanges with your partner you know where 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 you get where you get to say that someone liked something right because that's what a marriage is i mean a, yeah. a marriage is, is it's the little things it's literally harry love the sauce that's what it is after 50 years it's not mm-hmm. oh these big dinners you know it's just, you know, it's errands. You can all just tell how much of a better actor, obviously, Lisa Rinna, because she's classically trained. Like, when Kathy mm-hmm. starts crying and saying that the reason why oh. she had a meltdown is because one of her best friends is dying of cancer. Oh, and that's he's... triple cancer. <laughs> Kyle's face, too. <laughs> Not just cancer. <laughs> I was like, triple cancer. Like, it wouldn't... <laughs> yeah, she was Kathy? like, quadruple cancer. My friend is dying of quadruple <laughs> cancer. And Lisa's like, and I'm so sorry to hear that, saying in the most like maniacal way with her like permanent marker eyes. And then just instantly is like, and honestly, that's like not an excuse. So like do shape up and like do get help because you have sundown. You have you have sundown syndrome and you you have a dark, dark illness within you. I mean, there's always this mm-hmm. then it's like there's a reference to some other like unlocated trauma from 2014. I'm like, everyone's always like excusing everyone else for being like. And the thing is, she lashes out when she's hurt because she loves you. And like that's always the side conversation about whatever the other girl who just like said something just like really brutal or just said something like, I'm mad at you for what you said. And it just sort of like this like weird hall of mirrors never ends. But it's like, yeah, what it's like there isn't actually another trauma with Kathy other than her being old and rich. Well, did you guys watch the Paris like, uh, you know, provost doc? 
her, oh, like yeah. that I was yes. like a stolen child. I feel like Kathy, and she like when she confronts Kathy in that doll, Kathy's like also being so random and being like, "Oh my god, I didn't know." Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> she's just being like, "Wait, hold on." Like what it was happened? zero accountability. Yeah. <laughs> That's the drama. Cannot take accountability. And then she kind of, and I love that she kind of says that she was like. Well, I knew that they were kind of like being mean, but I didn't realize that they like kind of hit you. Like that's <laughs> I just need to call attention to Kathy's continued support for Michael Jackson. Oh, that yeah. part was so funny. Oh, because the Hiltons are so like eighties LA, like yeah, and and that they like the Richard sisters went roller skating with Michael Jackson when they were kids, and like her mom really was forcing them to be friends with him. And then the continued support that, like, Michael Jackson was doing his thing in a Hilton in Universal City. And, like, I just feel like it's just so enmeshed. Well, I, I love that it's very, like, personal for her. Like, it's not just being, like, we're straight people wanting to hear Billie Jean at a bar, which is literally everyone in America. <laughs> like, she actually has this personal connection, so it is, like, a little bit legitimate to criticize her for it. Although, I do think Crystal was being insanely annoying and just, like, the most obnoxious, like, woke millennial when she was like, yeah, I guess I'm a millennial, so I'm the only one who knows it's problematic to request Michael Jackson with this like little smirk on her face like yeah that's right I know to not request Michael Jackson mm-hmm. at a flapper party no less yeah you like think the fucking people in this Aspen elite social club give a rat's ass if it's okay to request Michael Jackson yeah. Billie Jean or not I'm like probably I, half of them half... are like trafficking kids I know in, like, <laughs> child pedophile rings as we speak so as we they speak. love it they all have like beautiful wood panel dungeons for like minors yeah. in, in their greater mm-hmm. in their big lodges yeah. and then Crystal's building one right now in her new construction <laughs> wait she <laughs> is building a sex trafficking dungeon the basement this the basement that's she's like yeah, we kept it under seven figures or whatever. I mean, rich people love nothing less than just being like, the construction is taking so much longer <laughs> than we thought. It's hell. It's hell. It's hell. It's absolute hell. Mm-hmm. Wait, Welcome to hell. Again, she said, not only are the Roaring Twenties very important to she and her husband, but basements are. <laughs> like, she was like... They've always wanted a basement. <laughs> we've always wanted a basement. Which, like, listen, I grew up in, like, and I'm telling on myself here, but I grew up in like with a furnished basement and like it was jealous, honestly, my sanctuary. It's my sanctuary. And so I understand the allure, but like <laughs> it's seven figures for a basement is absolutely insane to me. Well, to give her credit, did have a pizza oven in it, which seems like a huge fire hazard. A hot pizza oven is supposed to get really hot, and you're putting that at the bottom of the house. Well, that's where a lot of the money went to was for the the ventilation Mm, and the duct work on that. (laughs) Yes, was really really intense. Do we think that it's actually like a panic room for the apocalypse? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. A bunker. Yeah, yeah. For when the the civil war comes. Yeah, there is a bunker. That's low key. Bunker to the boots. But all the rich people are like building bunkers on the side and no one is talking about it but if they gather in like elite aspen clubs that's the number one conversation is how's your bunker going yeah (laughs) elite aspen how's your bunker i mean usually i feel like it's in new zealand how are you furnishing it Mm -hmm. yeah no it's Mm -hmm. like they are doing bunkers off-site
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm trying to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I'm planning a trip to Italy this summer, and I'm trying to stock up on lots of linen wear for 
the hot Italian days. And quince is a great option for linen dresses, pants. Their styles are really comparable with other brands that cost two to three times more. So I'm perusing quince and having myself a little bit of a shopping spree. Get warm weather ready with quince. Go to quince.com slash sexy unique for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sexy unique to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash sexy unique. All rich people are renovating in green. Everyone's bathroom, kitchen, bar, everything is the Dakota Johnson green. The dark green, yeah. It is. Oh, wow. It's green cabinets and a bunker Mm -hmm. and dungeon are the three top (laughs) renovations you can be doing right now if you're a moneyed individual. (laughs) Can we talk about Erica in her Zoom therapy? Yes. Uh, that I was like so much anxiety it took me a second to be like is this therapy is it like life coach are you watching a lecture like (laughs) and then I was like this is better help like it was just the the advice being given was so general yeah she I was a weirded out as someone that does therapy uh remote like with my therapist after the pandemic it just switched to zoom and i've actually never asked again if we're gonna meet in real life but i'm assuming that (laughs) i guess i'm assuming the last time we ever would meet is 2020 is that because you (laughs) is that because you simply prefer zoom or you're afraid to ask i don't know it just we stopped like she went on maternity leave in February 2020 and we like said our goodbyes okay, for three months and you. she was like, I can recommend you to someone else, Stephen, please. <laughs> and <laughs> she was like, I'll recommend you to someone else. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like, I can make it three months. Like, what's the worst that could happen? And then the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> pandemic hits. She comes back from maternity leave in like June 2020 and we're just Zoom only and has remained that way. I don't even know if she lives in California. <laughs> like there are certain questions I don't want to know You're the like, answer she's to. In a bunker. So I like, haven't asked. She kind of looks like she's in a bunker now. Mm. She moved, I think, to a new house or office. I also didn't ask about that. And you don't now, need to know. You shouldn't know any personal information about your therapist, like at all. Yeah. And like my problem 100%. is I always want to know personal information about my therapist. I don't want to do the therapy. I want to ask them. You want to be a therapist. You want to be their therapist. I want to be a therapist. So but what we do is like she'll send me a link and then it goes through kind of like a medical website that seems like more like what EJ did was she got on a FaceTime, which just feels not official to me. it feels okay. like a friend who's you, you like pretending that, to be a therapist you need that aura of like you know medical gravity you know you need the officialdom mm. of it to make it seem like it's real work i need like a md somewhere in the like website have you tried better to help. feel it offers convenient um anonymous online <laughs> therapy you? that's 100 percent confidential and available Code anywhere CBC in the world at checkout I always see that singer Banks on my Instagram story being like, I chose better health for and I'm just like, damn. Yeah. Wow. That's no, it's gotta be her name is Banks. We're trying to get that ad spot, but 
I would. I would I love know. it. I would if love to know anyone that literally even uses BetterHelp. I'm just curious. They're literally like the only sponsor that continually like buys ads. Like every sponsor who buys ads on our show always just looks like, you know what? It didn't work. We're done we're with our ad buy. Out. But like, we're <laughs> yeah. gonna we're gonna tap out. Sorry, but then like BetterHelp yeah. is just coming around every week. <laughs> but BetterHelp is really hitting for you guys interesting they have not they have yet to really bite with sup but this consider this our formal plea <laughs> i'm sure they're gonna be banging down the door after this i know they can't wait they're like yeah i'm at me being like hey my therapist does this and that and then cut to me being like the reason i do better help like a clear <laughs> lie <laughs> yeah but like that's what's honest about it you know what i mean the lie is real mm-hmm. yeah ej looked like she had just come Freshly off like a Morpheus 8 treatment before (laughs) therapy. (laughs) She got exosomes or something, I swear. Her face was microneedle to the gods. She She might not. She also looked insane on the on the plane back from Aspen. Mm -hmm. That looked also like a fresh microneedling. Yeah. She looked like she was wearing that like roadside world's biggest yarn ball like, <laughs> her head. like i've never seen a, i've never seen a top bun look like the bun that she had it was a full pumpkin yeah i was like is she doing a hot oil treatment like it looks like a different texture i'm sure they had they didn't show but i'm sure like so many people were coming in with infusers and injections and like everyone was getting shot up in the middle of the night with like <laughs> something. <laughs> that's also such like rich. Uh, that's Aspen Club too. That's Aspen Club. Like, stem cells. They're do- it's like they they're all harvest like, all yeah, these stem in. cells. Mm-hmm. Well, because mm-hmm. they kept on blaming <laughs> all the fights, which was one of my favorite moments on the altitude. They were like, last night was crazy and really long and like the altitude. So like, that's why <laughs> Kathy and Dorit, like, yeah. and Sutton, why we actually all like murdered each other um, is because of the altitude. The, yeah. The, well, we were talking. The lack of oxygen. We've been talking about. I've been talking about how dark Aspen is and how much I fear it. And there really is like an energy in Aspen that like I've been there twice in the summer and it's very summer Aspen. And it feels like, yeah, summer. it feels especially uh, it's a conduit for something evil. What's happening there in the summer? It's like family to summer there. (laughs) Can you still ski? (laughs) No, 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 no. There's like, were you with your family? You were with your kids. No, 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 I'm not. I was. (laughs) I was with my, my, I was a guess of a guess. I felt especially removed. Wait, I didn't hear you. You, you know with your you're boyfriend? Not, yeah, I, I, I'm assuming you said boyfriend. My, oh, yeah, my oh, fiance. Oh, my sorry. God, fiance. Which is my fiance. <laughs> that's so Aspen, too. I was with my fiance's mm-hmm. family in Aspen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, I'm like going way into this. But I just said feeling you felt very not part of. When you're there with families who go there every summer and you feel especially othered is what I'm trying to get at. And there's a sinister, you're a watcher. Mm. So I think it does something just to people and it infects them. You know what? Also, Rinna was the only person that had that little inhaler, that like oxygen Mm -hmm. tank. Yeah. And so maybe that's the like everyone else really needed to get one of those. I'm ready to get one of those like now. They're great. I see myself getting absolutely like nauseous in Aspen. Yeah, were you using that when you were there, Kara? Uh, no. Has any 
Have you ever done? I've, I'll say when I was um, hiking the Andes as a 12 year old, I did chew on. <laughs> I did chew on coca leaves, um, which is sort of uh, a thing that the locals there do. Um, obviously, you can make cocaine out of them. Um, but you know, they're also just a part of the culture. Um, and you can just grab them and chew them. Yeah. And they do help with that altitude sickness. And because I actually, you know, I did without them, I was going crazy. Um, I was losing my mind. You got hooked on, and you were getting you in like on. you were the Lisa Rinna of your family vacation. And, I like, no, I was mom. absolutely. We're hiking the Inca Trail with so many Sherpas, and and I was just like, <laughs> I can't forget what she said. The Sherpa was behind, just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Sherpa's just like, what are you talking about? I honestly. I'm realizing right now that I think I relate to the Beverly Hills drama so much because that's like my family's drama is truly, I can't believe what she said for years and years and years. (laughs) It's like, it's an ongoing and I'm putting pieces together now because I get addicted to like Beverly Hills minutia. Like, and I love just a circular fight about what she may or may not have said and right. so I'm, it's all coming together right now. And my mind is blown. Thank you for leading me to this place. <laughs> I was so, so glad that you led us to Beverly Hills. Because, yeah, like Stephen, I mean, we're New Yorkers. I'm I'm a I'm a Roni girl. So and and comparing the two, I was like, oh, my God, like I was starting to feel bad for Roni. I was like, you guys are poor, like watching yeah. Beverly Hills. I was like, this is sad. They like, are. Bethany, Lou and Sonia, like you literally need help. I'm Venmoing you a hundred dollars. Well, because <laughs> like New York Sonia is, needs Venmos. All, it's all about them being in these like <laughs> she does. cramped apartments. And then they're always like all cramming into some car <laughs> and driving to someone's house. It's always... It's like, you know, the this lack of space is really quite felt. And they're all so hopped up on <laughs> caffeine all the time. They're all just like, ah, you know, they're all like monologuing like at the wall. Whereas like you go over to Beverly Hills and everyone's just kind it's of like. It's a little slower. It's a little slower. Like, they're all w- mm. like ma- made out of like Gucci bags. Like they're all just kind of like slowly walking into these big lobbies and leaving other big lobbies and stores and like getting out of their big cars. They're they relaxing. move slower physically. Yeah. 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 They take their time and then they really relax in a chair. That may just be because of the like vaginal rejuvenation or whatever. They're all just like, I'm <laughs> got that kind of like slow gait. And I, I forget who it was who said it like Sutton. She was so like, please. Oh, this is what it was like Kathy. And she's like, please, I don't. Can do, can you give me a non-caffeinated drink? I'm too hyper as it is. And it's like, you're literally not hyper. And then <laughs> Kyle gives her water. And this is so awkward. She's like, hey, here's some water. Do you want ice? And Kathy is like, no, this is perfect. This is perfect water. And it's literally just a <laughs> glass of tap. <laughs> this is that. I mean, also when Kathy is like, um, she's like, do you want um?" I was like, I love those braces. She's like, do you want them? Take them. Oh. Just take all three. <laughs> take them. No, no, take, take, oh, no, take more. Loved. She's like, well, I'll just take two. She's like, no, take all of them. I actually, no, I actually like it better without them on my wrist. They're actually bothering me. They're, make, they're making <laughs> she my was wrist. Like, I, have tons, I have tons at home. Take the bracelets. Kathy, in that moment, Kathy became the giving tree. She was like, literally just take, take my essence. Like, I was like, oh my God, you martyr. I loved it. It was so beautiful. Yeah, Kathy's gone. Like, her trying to act nice act like as though 
like Kathy's so not an actress that she truly yes. believes if yes. she steps into this space and just acts really nice and like nothing happened, like picks a flower off of Kyle's well, that like was crazy. floral arrangement outside, which is fucking rude, and like gives, gives it, it to, to her as an apology. <laughs> yeah, like does like a this weird country western thing where she was like, "Howdy, ma'am, I've come all the way from Ponderosa." I was like, "What the?" fuck is she doing? that was really scary that was like joyce carol oates short story <laughs> and that it was weird where are you going where people. have you been yeah where are you going where have you been and then she goes do you like do you like my cowboy boots and kyle just goes those aren't cowboy boots <laughs> yeah <laughs> she goes they're they're pilgrim they're more pilgrim and i was like you know that cut kathy so deep but she can't say anything because she is. This is what comes back to the sundowning thing. Like, Kathy is 78. Like, it's a little bit really, unfair. She shouldn't be on this show. It's like her not in this fair. Show. Yeah. Like, this show. It's this, like the Elder Beverly Hills abuse. franchise is really, they're really random. Like, they've got this 26 year old <laughs> Crystal. They've got a 78 year old <laughs> Kathy who barely knows 78? where she is. They've got sixty-three. Who still I, no one like? So what is with Sutton? I had Sutton? never heard of her. Why is there this Southern woman on the show? Like, and she's like, she I from? don't see color. Like, and she's I, like, I like eating Sutton. Popeyes. You're like, who are you? Sutton is full Southern Gothic. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's I lo- as I lay dying. I, I I I love the vibe, but it's really like, what is yeah. she doing there? Like, it's like there's a lot it's less. Hazard. It's a little haphazard. There's a lot less of a justification for like this group of people being together, I feel, than maybe other franchises. But maybe it's just because now there's like eight cast members. Yeah, I think only a few of them. Like they, like Crystal and Kathy clearly have some sort of satanic bond. There's a lot. And they're, and I think they all have it. They're, these women in particular are like, their wealth is ghastly. You know what I mean? Particularly with this crew. Yeah. And like, and I think that's what unites them. Is what I was trying to mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that tracks totally. It's the scale, you know. It's the absolute like obscene scale of luxury. Mm-hmm. I also think that it was a dark moment of insane wealth when Elton John FaceTimed Diana Jenkins oh and that whole like that lore of their relationship. The China shop. She was like, I was in the China shop looking homeless, and he came <laughs> in and we just hit it off. Which is so like I actually like I actually have gay friends like and not just my stylists like not oh, just gays sure. who work for me like Elton John is actually my gay because I'm ridiculous and so is he and she was like I was crazy in a fur and flip flops <laughs> and they looked at me and they go who is she and then from then on out we've been blood sisters I was like this is uh, the darkest thing I've ever heard yeah and w- didn't she say something like I I will never tell. Yeah. Stem cells. Stem cell vibes. That also felt like filmed before something like that, where she's like, oh, my God, I'm getting a FaceTime from Elton John. He's like beaming in. Yeah. No, it was totally contrived. Like reality TVs aren't real. <laughs> um, I called wait. it out. OK, <laughs> I'm trying to pinpoint exactly who Diana Jenkins like looks exactly like like. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's someone whose face she mm-hmm. is copying. It's not Kate Upton. I want to say it's somebody from like a soap opera, but it's not Lisa Rinna. It's like it's it's Tweety Bird. Mmm, maybe it's like Sexy Matt. You know, Sexy Mad Tweety Bird. 
with like, like yeah, we, 90s like it's a little bit like arms that, that like yeah. arms cross tweety mm-hmm. <gasps> oh wait it really is sexy tweety bird <laughs> <laughs> right the little yeah diana, diana also ooh, moves ooh, ooh. like a a baby she when she walks she kind of just like she Waddles. moves from side to side mm-hmm. and she's like a rich principessa baby um yeah another random one there was also a moment where uh erica like turns to diana like when diana arrives at the pop-up event <laughs> and erica explained to her like she was like so it's it's like a shop but it's also a pop-up of sorts and it's just only <laughs> exists for a little bit and like diana because I was flashing back to the moment earlier in the season where Diana said she's never been in a store in her life. And then suddenly she's filming Beverly Hills and has entered multiple stores. And it just must be incredibly jarring for her. So I loved and appreciated <laughs> Erica shock. being like, this is not exactly a store. So don't worry. It's just like it's here for now. Doesn't break your store virginity. Yeah, it's temporary. <laughs> don't worry. This isn't another store. <laughs> what do you guys think of like, Kyle's addiction to brunch hats. Like she's the only mm-hmm. one who's really doing hats on the show. And they're like, well, Kyle really wanted to go to this hat store. We've talked about this a lot. Okay. You guys actually. have covered yeah. her hats. Wow, revealing yourself to <laughs> yeah, not yeah. listen to Kyle's Seth, a real <laughs> Wow. Okay. Oh no, I'll leave. no, I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna go to a Lily, store. <laughs> get out. I just mean I just mean like this is a really this I feel like this is a question that people are beginning to really ask and i'm happy that you're joining in on the discourse because her need for a cap and a it's why i wear my hat cowboy hat is very confounding do you think she's balding and it speaks to something like female baldness is a thing it could be mm. the hairline receding but i also kyle's addiction to hats has made me really study what inspires people to put their hat on because I don't think it's the same way in New York. Like, I don't see as many hat wearers. Or if they are, it feels like organic that they're wearing a hat. Like, it feels like, oh, that does it. Am I wrong? 100%. No, you're, you're 100% right. you're correct. Right. I mean, brunch hat culture, we call it brunch hat for a week, reason. It's the hat you wear to brunch. And it's that big white hat. And then it's, it overlaps with Coachella culture. and Nashville like, culture. I think there's a yeah, Nashville is really Nashville's hat central and people Cavalry. in LA. Yeah. Like really there's certain spots where people, especially women go, but I'm, I'm looking at men too and trying to get to the bottom of their hat game, but where women feel absolutely galvanized and justified in donning, putting their hat on and going full Joanne and <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, it, it doesn't take much. It's any event, really, any time to leave the house is when she can go, <laughs> Joanne. I think, I think there's a couple reasons for that that I want to dial into for a second here in terms of the hat culture on women in, in, in Los Angeles. For one, I'm reminded of the great Wallace Shawn quote, America has no history, right? So, and LA is maybe even wow. more emblematic of that than anywhere else in America. You know, it's the youngest of our big cities. It's, it's just, you know, it was made out of nothing in the desert. And mm-hmm. the 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 people who live there, they have so little to grasp onto. And so I think they reach for something tangible, right? Something, you know, and like, you know, hats with, with 
I'm thinking like Ralph Laura and Americana, like cowboy culture. There's there's a couple like references in there that feel like something connected to an America that we might have this nostalgia for. And, you know, when you're in L.A., you just kind of have to make it up. And so I feel like without, you know, yeah. the, the history and the culture of a place like New York or Chicago, you know, one of our great cities, um, the women there <laughs> feel like they need this physical thing to hold on to. And then, you know, the other reason that I'll point to, of course, is um, is size, right? Because a big hat on top makes the rest of you look smaller. Um, and I think that there's a desire wow. to be small, right? To be flimsy. To be, to be, so, to be so slight and fairy-like. Yes, exactly. Petite. Yeah. And and that emphasizes. You're that. right. LA has no, LA has a longing for something that will never exist. Yeah. And I think, and it's so spread out. And I think the size of it and the vastness of it, being no community in New York, people are grasping for like heartland in Hollywood. Well, yeah. and we don't have the closet space for all the big brunch hats. Hello, no, I keep we're... my shoes in my oven. Uh, <laughs> no, we certainly don't. <laughs> Are the girlies wearing hats to like Balthazar no. for brunch? No. no. Like no. there's some buckets in the summer, but I mean, mm-hmm. there's no hats at Balthazar. And I'm talking about like, I'm talking about like the new Gen Zers who've come to New York and been like, this is those, nice. Those city. girls might wear a bucket or they might wear a baseball cap as part of like a, you know, cool look, but like no it's one is little, wearing yeah. the wide brim girl you know, anywhere and dad, no, in hat. fedora cowboy land at all oh yeah it's a constant negotiation well and also to go back to the gatsby thing it's like they were all probably fedora in 03 and they know they can't do fedoras mm. anymore right <laughs> so like bigger. no yeah like really like yeah proper fedora and then it's like yeah garcelle's coming in the fedora Rin is in the top hat. And this comes back to her being the mad hatter as she's literally in a top hat. <laughs> I mean, to me, Rinna is a little more Luann, actually, than Bethany. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, I can see that. I I can see both. Yeah. I can hold space for like, both. Like, Garcelle actually feels a little, I mean, to have a little Bethany in this way where she's like, what? I don't need this show. I have a business. Like, I have another career. Mm. But Gar. Garcelle is not that invested in in, the, in running the plot, whereas no, Bethany literally little... needs to run the plot. She's got a spreadsheet of everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, lo- producer lo- energy. I think that's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think Rinna ultimately is a lot more stable than Luann. Yes. Lu- and, 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 and like we said about acting, it's like Luann is she's not an actress in the same way. Like Luann's demons are right at the surface. They're right there. She can never hide them. She can, she can like. She wears herself on her sleeve. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, we all know what's happening with Luann before she does. She's the last person to know what's going on (laughs) with her own emotions and her own life. I mean, the classic, that's the classic clip. uh, He's going to marry me. You know, I mean, oh God, you know, it's so painful to watch those seasons. Oh my God. Yeah, I I guess now we're back on Rinna is Bethany, and that's really that. <laughs> do you do you think Luann would wear a hat in Aspen? Oh yeah. And I think Luann is I'm also sure someone who she. Oh wait, I was watching some old episode where she was taking her daughter shopping, and she was just like picking out the most normal beanies and just being like, "This is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life." <laughs> 
I'm like, <laughs> I think she's I also someone that like would wish she could still rock a fedora three days a week, you know, but knows Definitely. she can't. And it's pinstriped. Like really, mm-hmm. yeah. She she does a hat moment more often than the other ladies do. I feel like, and I think Bethany does hat moments as well. If memory serves, Beth- Bethany's kind of brunch hat, yeah. But Be- Bethany, that makes sense yeah. for her. And you know, I mean, she has and her like whole eating disorder. She wants to be really, really tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, Bones and a her head hat. looks bigger. The body yeah. looks smaller. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I happen to love Bethany, but I can never forgive her for wearing her five-year-old daughter's pajamas oh look my daughter's pajamas fit me yeah she's yeah she's truly psychotic and needs help you know we had a friend who babysat for her once and the job i don't know if this is like nda or whatever but like i'm sure it is but we can tell it basically like there was another baby allegedly allegedly there was mm-hmm. another allegedly. babysitter mm-hmm. i actually just rewatched allegedly kathy griffin special last night too um <laughs> so good so the other babysitter like or like they were like playing games and just like i think by accident like bethany kind of hit her child's head on the floor is allegedly what i heard kind of uh, oh, yeah and also Bethany allegedly is so healthy, but like allegedly just what's her name? Like it's not Brooklyn, but Bryn. Bryn. Bryn just like heated up hot dogs in the microwave. She doesn't seem very mm-hmm. naturally thin. Skinny yeah. girl to me. I guess that's keto. But were they skinny girl hot right, dogs? Skinny girl I hot do dogs. believe that that could exist. <laughs> I'm sure and they're like made of just like pig powder. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Bethany is just being like, "This is amazing. Everyone loves hot dogs. It's gonna work. We all want hot dogs. Finally, we can all enjoy hot dogs with our girls. Classic we're New doing York. a photo it's shoot. So it's easy. Classic. It's New York, <laughs> Chicago. It's America. It's working. I'm sorry, we're doing it. It's a billion dollar business. I don't have time, but I'm doing it. We're doing it. I'm gonna show you how the sausage is made. This is a hot dog. It's gonna be gorgeous. <laughs> the amount of times I've seen Skinny Girl products, like in the when you're in the line at TJ Maxx in that like area with just like more There's socks so many. and Dasani, oh, yeah. it's like skinny girl tea you're like what and it's all i'm sure they're all made out of like slight chemical variations of the of the same poison it's just like they're all yeah. this weird plastic the powder tea and is it, the margarita the tea, totally. the tea is the margarita <laughs> is the body lotion like they boil down <laughs> the margarita it's like i guess it, like it, it, it's the denim the cocaine like, process yeah. <laughs> it's like liquid for a bit and then you yeah. boil it down boil it down cook it yeah. turns into powder bag it but, tea tea <laughs> Freeze it now. It's pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freeze it. Bake it again. Put it through a press. Sew it together. Pants. <laughs> Fold the pants. Braid them. Journal. Rope. <laughs> rope. Singles. Rope. Then extensions. Yeah. And now it's a pop up. And now it's an extension pop up. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. I always forgot too that Bethany was Paris Hilton's babysitter. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Okay. My jaw's freaky deaky. That. Wow. that is so. I, she drove them to school every day. Okay. She was like the Hilton's like nanny. I mean, how interesting wow. is it that both Bethany and Kim Kardashian were Paris Hilton like assistants in their day? Because it's like they saw her and like they. If anyone, they're like maybe the two most prime examples of like Paris Hilton's legacy of like turning your personality into a brand, into an empire and, you know, into the modern influencer era that we live 100%. in. hundred percent. And it's like they, they saw the her or she is the blueprint. Paris is the mm-hmm. blueprint. So and they can, saw her and they were this. like, I need to be a part of this somehow. And they literally studied at her feet. It's um, yeah, it all comes back to Paris. Like everyone has Paris to think. I would say even Kathy. Which is, like, why she's also so sinister. And something that really shocked me. Oh, wait, this is so... I was glad that Rinna went there because I was so angry that they had not said a thing about Aspen. And then Rinna's like, well, she's so jealous of the Kardashians. And I was like, yes. And we needed needed to hear it. That was... Okay, we did need that. Totally team Rinna, actually. Because the, the... And the whole thing where she was like, and, like, now she looks... And Kyle has more than she does. And she like, mm-hmm. and she can't stand that. And it actually does all come back to Paris. And it's like, yes, Kathy may technically have like more money because she is Rick Hilton's wife, but it's just like you know, everything that they have now, the world they live in now, the fame that they have now, the power it's that they Paris. have now is because of Paris. It's all because of mm-hmm. Paris. Yes, and who it's like, and and Kyle is like closer to Paris. You know, totally. And Kathy yeah. is the one who and has been like lazy. Kathy is lazy, and she never saw it in her own daughter, and she ignored her own daughter. And and you know what else? Here it is. Center Part off. of the reason Paris is so successful is because she was like rebelling against Kathy, and like Kathy's like it, like you know, uh, ignoring her and like not caring about her pushed her to become the person that she is. And so Kathy knows that her being a bad mom so is the reason Paris became successful and the reason that Kyle and her are now famous and even are on the show at all. It's like this really, yeah. really sad, horrible 
like, you know, catch 22. Jealous of my daughter. Jealous of my daughter and my poor parenting is the reason that we're all successful. And Kyle is classic um, cool aunt. Yes, she's the cool aunt. And she'll always be the cool aunt. She'll always be the cool aunt. And Kathy can, you know. Kyle's Mm -hmm. like, you can talk to me. She's like, I'm in a huge hat. You can tell me stuff you can't tell your mom. Like, she'll be like, yeah, it is fucked up that your mom sent you to, like, Utah. And I think, I think Kathy, you know, she was, she was a lot older than Kim and Kyle. They were child stars. They were like, they had more fame when they were young. And I think that probably has always been a hard thing for Kathy to grapple with because she's like, Steven said she had the money obviously, but she didn't have the fame or the relevancy or the currency and Kyle and Kim are stars. Yeah. They are in their own way. And Kathy's never really been a star except in their like family system where she's been like, everyone had to kind of bend. And now they've recently put her on the show, but she's like past her brain is even more gone than like, you know, (laughs) was than probably if like she went on when she was like 49. Yeah. And when they don't defer to her, Mm. she is furious. Like she wants to be in power I think Kathy is like elder Hilton's sister or Richard's sister. She wants the power. Then she wants to be lauded and just given the things and the attention and the praise that everyone else has worked for. Mm. And now that she got it that first season by being like kooky and lovable. But now we really see the truth, which is that she is lazy. She's entitled, rich, mean, and mentally deteriorating (laughs) second by second (laughs) deeply mentally ill and has a black hole where her heart should be and the fact that they put her in aspen in the base again basement in the bunk beds (laughs) was well well yeah i mean they they were i mean obviously they did that intentionally to try and you know to to twist that knife and like and rip out all you know at all of her little insecurities because here's the thing i mean you're exactly right lauren here and it's like she believes that she's owed because she's like i'm the one who married the hiltons i'm the one you know i mm-hmm. took the bullet i'm 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 the whore uh you know and i, I, and I <laughs> i'm all of your whore and i married the king <laughs> she did i married the king mm-hmm. so that you guys could all live like this and you owe me for it and they're all like you know we would have been fine either way and we're and we're and they're like you know why why should we have to you know you're you're not the queen, darling. And 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 sorry, but the empire's fallen. They don't even own the hotels anymore. I was just going to say that. Yeah, like to see Kathy try and dom Rinna too and I this is what also I was like obsessed with Rinna being like, is that you trying to shut me up? Are you going to shut me up? And Kathy's like, no. And then <laughs> Rinna being like, you will not gaslight me. You will not manipulate me. You said these things. And she like put that bitch in her place. And I was like, you're a boss for this. They're all and high Kathy, Kathy tried to sue and shut everyone down and use her money to just like stop like taking accountability. And that is what's fascinating about reality TV in particular is like you, I guess, can try and do that. But the truth will always come out and you have to just be able to be like messy to a certain extent. Let people see that or be able to like control your mess. And Kathy's just not a, she's not meant for this world. She never has been. No. And she's furious about it. And I was really into seeing Rinna being when she stood up to her because I was like, because Rinna is poor, you know, in comparison to these 
big oh, wigs in which she stands up to these like she's a popper so it was kind of like she's like basically the fucking robin hood of the housewives in this moment because she's like you will not i will stand up to this feudal lord mm. you know what i mean and i was so mm. i appreciated that so much and maybe we don't have to respect our elders yeah you know? we've all been and, but, told and, oh. we have to and it's like Maybe not. Maybe respect your younger elders. But, you know, but, you know, but then also part of the sadness is it's like, you know, you're absolutely right. It's like they're all made for this reality world. But, you know, they also all have to be these shills. Right. I mean, they all have to prostitute themselves. Uh, you know, it's like Rinna has her makeup line. Like they all have to be like, I'm launching, I'm launching. It's product. This is part of that. And they have to use the the vehicle of the franchise to like push their brands and like vice versa. And like, you know, they have to be running this game like all the time it's like digital it's it's panhandling left and right and like kathy you know is like doesn't have to do that and and so it's like she doesn't she doesn't have to do that so she doesn't know how to do that and it's like she doesn't like Mm -hmm. have to participate in that system but then therefore like when it comes to the storytelling part of it and the narrative like she's just completely up shit creek without a paddle and even when like she had um like they're in the club, the evil stem cell club in Aspen, and like Diana Jenkins is like, "Well, no one was giving us a drink, so I had to pay oh, two hundred dollars." And that's that's just the game. That's the game, and Kathy should know how to play it. I was like, Kathy doesn't know because she's never ever had to do a single thing. Like you would think, and I like Diana. I love a rich person just being like, "It's what two hundred dollars? Like play the game or whatever." And like, <laughs> it's, play. yeah, it's just such the stark difference. Like. All you have to do is give a DJ like $500 and be like, Billie Jean, please. And then you and can then get one would vodka never have... soda. It's really Yeah, easy. like it's pretty simple. Totally. And uh, Kathy's threat to Lisa, which is like so random and old person, is she kept on saying that she has a lot of deals at NBC. So like she shouldn't be fucked with. And it's like, no, you don't. You like Paris had a show on Peacock called like Paris and Love. And it's like, that's what you're referring to. Like. I don't think you're in with like <laughs> yeah. the peacock. Kathy sets. doesn't even. Yeah, she doesn't know how to even throw her money around. Like it's like the the way she does it is being like, I'm calling a lawyer and I I'm sending a lawsuit. And like instead, you could just be like, Hey, let me give you a thousand dollars and like go get my coat for me or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Keep it fun. It's like, very that's just what I would do rich, if I was like old school mom yeah. to be like. I have mm-hmm. a lawyer and like we're going to get to the bottom of this and I'm going to sue you. Yeah. You're not going to want to say that about me and be quiet. No bueno. I heard like, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Well, Diana also like came up. So she she knows that you have to like the pe- the people that really help you get everywhere are the people that like Kathy wouldn't even ever consider. Like the DJ or the bottle, bottle service waitress. You know she's what I like mean? Like, Diana knows. She's like <laughs> Well, yeah, Diana's, like, she's savvy, and she came from, like, a war-torn country and knows how to, like, step herself up. And I think that Kathy's been married off since she was 17, so she's, like, literally, like, a stuffed animal. It sounds like we need to get Kathy a conservative ship. <laughs> we do. We need to conserve her. I know someone that could 5150 her, I'm just saying. <laughs> Laura's no, greatest like- threat. When you see the world, when you're not insanely wealthy and you like observe the world and you're like, oh, money makes the world go around. All you have to do is just like throw money at the problem in like a friendly way or a sinister way. Like it's so different 
than when you're just born into it and you're like, I don't understand why like people aren't just like doing what I want them to do, you know? Right. Yeah, she thinks that people I mean, because I love your point about giving someone a thousand dollars to get your coat like that. There, there's such joy in that. And if you had that opportunity, why wouldn't you, you know, take it at every every chance you had? And I think that Kathy views yeah. the world as something that, as you say, should bend to her where everyone should know. It's like everyone should be aware that she has this power and that they should always just be capitulating to her without her having to put any effort into maintaining it. And it's just like. That's just not how it works. You have to maintain and you're going to have to like, there's going to be all this upkeep to it. And you're, and she's just not built for it. And, and that's why I come back to no. maybe sympathizing a little because there's something like she'll, she's never going to know. She's, it's just not, she's never going to learn. She's always going to be a fish out of water in this, in, in, in this scenario. She's not of this time. Certainly not going to happen now. No, of course not. Yeah. And yeah, it's too little too late. And she is like a little girl getting caught when she goes into like hiccup crying, which I yeah. is like very much a sign of like someone who's out of control and knows that they're wrong and like is panicking mm. instead of like a person who's like centered in their power and like able to navigate and it's just like oh she really like shouldn't be on this show no it depresses me to also see like old people like do that in that way where it's just like i don't (laughs) know know. where it's like oh now you're doing excuses of the friend dying and it's like you can tell lisa's just playing this role and has her script and is doing her thing and like being her evil fabulous self and kathy is just kind of like girl in trouble in third grade reverting back to that and you're like girl in oh. trouble i hate to say this but kathy's just not that bright mm-hmm. i don't think and it's that's just very apparent and i think it was so weird it was so sad to see kyle be like i feel like you hate me and kathy just doing that older sibling thing of going kyle kyle i'm like that's that's just how she can stop that conversation and Kyle actually has like that's probably true, but she can't. She can't like Kathy will never just, just simply by saying Kyle's name in that way. It's like putting a dog, making a dog like lower their head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kyle is like the little. She is just little sister that has to accept the way things are, and it's like it's really sad. But it also I kind of understand why she's like okay, we just need to like move past this and let it go, and we can't linger. I mean, but yeah. I'm like, honey, no, we I... loved nothing more than to linger on this. We show. need to linger. <laughs> Lily Kyle and I are going to be haunted. That she feels like so much more together. And when she someone asked her if Kathy had been to her Aspen house, and she goes, "We've only had it three years." Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've only had my house for three years, so no, I haven't had my sister here yet because we've been settling in. <laughs> it takes a while um, to get and she to is, get approvals in, and you know she's very self satisfied. You know, I think she loves that Kathy is getting like literally lost in Aspen, like a full, just like lost dog. She's like <laughs> Storm can walk better than Kathy, and it's like it's this little sister come up. That's like finally happening to her just being like, I'm in my big hat. I have my like random husband and we have an Aspen house and my sister is like now so old and like out of it and we're slippers the airport. Yeah. I was just saying I love how many husbands there are on Beverly Hills. It's husband central over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like kind of they're all kind like of like husband integration. Yeah. They're very integrated in the show. They're very visible. 
I liked that just Kyle's husband was also in Aspen and no other husband. I know. Wasn't that weird? But it's, it was very Simon. Yes. Very Simon. Just mm-hmm. like we do everything together. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Where I go, he goes. I do think Kyle was like, she does it with Kim too. She did it. She does like, she, she, Kyle is very smart, aviness, and I think she knows exactly how to exert subtle power and she did it with kim where she did sometimes exacerbate scenarios to make him seem more crazy than she already was and like more out of it and struggling and she does it with kathy too so i think there's a little bit of like there's a sick little game that they're playing because kyle is self she's smugly satisfied in her life she's a very al-anon like i have my life together i'm going to mother you now but she will make fun of you and troll you in the process to these fragile older siblings who then, and then Kyle can be like, <gasps> you know, so it's very like, yeah, sick. Cycle. It was interesting to see, like, I felt like in the, the beginning of the season, like Kyle and Rena were almost competing to be the most sympathetic to Dorit after her home invasion and to be the most like affected personally and to like let it let it be seen how much they were affected and how much they were willing to put their own lives aside and how much they knew what the stakes were at for Dorit's home invasion (laughs) and it was like them competing to be like the most traumatized by someone else's (laughs) burglary yeah Kyle going no 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 not and then like, oh no, not that! And Rena just being like, "I, I will cancel Harry's birthday dinner at the Hyatt Andaz. Like, I will do whatever it takes. What matters right now is Dorit." <laughs> I knew that Kyle also was the biggest troll and in on this entire thing and loving the Kathy thing and her little nod to it. And the ultimate power move, I have to say, is when it shows her in her house getting ready to receive Kathy and later Rinna and she's wearing an Aspen cardigan. She's wearing a cardigan I that saw says, that too. love Aspen on huge, the back. And I was huge like... Huge branding. I was like, this cardigan is crazy. She rides for Aspen. She dies for Aspen. <laughs> Aspen forever. The great defender. She kept it also telling this like story about Aspen that was so like not a story. She's like, well, it's actually insane because when we were dating, me and my husband, we would go to Aspen, and mm-hmm. and now we have a house here, and that just tells a story <laughs> of how much Aspen means to us. So it's like, okay, so just. You're just saying that you and your husband are going on vacation in Aspen. She's like, no, but like we, we taught each other how to ski and love, and it's my happy place. And that they were all doing this thing where, like, I feel like they were like, what do we do if we're not fighting? And they were just being like, how fun was that? No, seriously, how <laughs> fun was that? And I feel like all of them hated snowmobiling, and we're just like, no, they all hated that it. was tons yeah. of fun. We're like, and then when they were like, um, can we have wine? The guy was like, you guys kidding? You can't have alcohol and operate a motor vehicle. And they were all like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, they all felt the Aspen evil. Yeah. They all felt it. I yeah. swear. And it took Kathy's soul and crumbled it up into just bone dust. Snow powder. We'll, she'll snow. never be the same. Yeah. She'll never be the same. When she left Kyle's house, like she shuts down the Brenna conversation and she leaves and kyle's like i'll walk you out and then she's like starting to close the door and you just hear kathy going oh these are gorgeous oh i love the way she did these car and kyle just goes 
fuck my life. And like closes the door. I was like, that's the that most real. That was haunting. And she's just watching yeah. her through the window, but not responding to her. Mm-hmm. Leaving it a crack And Kathy's open. also doing this like silly, her like Ponderosa song <laughs> right. and dance continues. Howdy, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> well, howdy, ma'am. And that, that was really when gone. Kyle was like, no one's more of a practical joker than Kathy. And then they showed this like, blurry oh, clip one... from 2015 <laughs> right. where Ka- Kathy's like hiding a purse. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and, and when she tried to make it sound like it was such a cruel prank just being like right. and it's always at someone else's too expense. Too yeah. far. That, Don't that hide purse my was purse. Missing. On my husband's birthday, yeah. never hide my purse. <laughs> Not she, she hid it in the bank head at the Andaz. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, I too am haunted by the Andaz. <laughs> I also... I don't think I'll ever get over it. it was a few seasons back when Kim was on it. She said, Kyle, Kyle, Kathy would never do this, Kyle. And that sent Kyle. And I'm like, it's just so you really see the competing for mommy's love is competing for Kathy. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. I think get them all back on and let's watch them fully implode. I agree with you. I want the, the I want whole, like a Richard. The whole clan. Fam- family spinoff. The whole clan. Yeah. They should get like. Paris, her husband, Nikki, her husband, Kathy, the dogs. both Richard's sisters, Who dogs, is all the husband? dogs. Not to so I watched some of that show. He's like shockingly so normal. I guess that's her like, like cooking he's, yeah, show. He's like a normal guy. No, it's N- called like, Paris N- in Love, and it's like about oh, her getting okay. married. Oh, and his he's, name is he's like a hedge fund yeah, guy. He's like a Carter little bit nerdy. And he's kind of like yeah, I was like it's some. Writing a segue in her house. And again, in that the one episode of that show was like about like Kathy throwing Paris a bridal shower and Paris knew no one there. And it was just like (laughs) Kathy being like psycho again. And Paris was like, and Nikki is like, where are you? And Paris is like, I'm late. But like, do I even know anyone there? Like, why should I even go? Just for Kathy. Yeah. Narcissist. Total. Absolute narcissist. Scary, rich narcissist nothing worse guys thank you so much for being on the that pod was deep. yeah therapy session going that was there mm-hmm. exposing kathy thank you so much for asking us on thank you guys yeah you guys are like my telehealth oh <laughs> this is yeah, therapy can't, from now on can't cancel your session save save 150 bucks this week now you're good okay i'll just come to you guys just go online thank you so much for you know, allowing us to go down the Beverly Hills journey. It's something that I've been afraid to do for a while. Afraid to obviously I've, you know, I've I've smelled, I've whiffed the franchise, you know, over the years, but I've I've never said I'm gonna pull the trigger. And, you know, I've just been devouring You were fabulous. Thank you. But and and yeah, it's it's quite a world. Thank you for letting us into your cool world of Beverly Hills, you know? Yeah. You're so welcome. You're welcome anytime. Do you guys want to say Say where you people can find you on social media. Yeah. Um, you can head over to our podcast at Apple or Spotify, Stitcher, Acast, wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. It's called Celebrity Book Club with Stephen and Lily. And make sure you Stephen get that and Stephen Lily. and Lily so in there. Um, it's so fun. You gotta get the Stephen and Lily. Definitely. If, if you, you like just what you just listening. heard, yeah, you're you're gonna like our podcast because we like read celebrity memoirs. Yeah. We talk about them <laughs> and it's so fun. You guarantee it. 
It's a hysterical podcast. Everyone should listen to it. These are two. Inc- Couldn't hear what you just said, but I'm going to imagine you but said But I agree. I agree. I'm going to just piggyback off of what you said attractive. and say, absolutely, it's true. <laughs> you, you were like, these are two of the most, and then I know, it cut I out. Like, whatever it is, it's good. <laughs> yeah. You guys are blank. I said you guys were amazing. <laughs> no, I agree. And that everyone, it's worthwhile. I agree. I agree. No, it is. It doesn't waste your time. Well, good luck. Crossing in the London. pond Thank you in so London much. town. Oh my god! Right, we should do like rock a girls' stars. trip to London, and like we'll get a house. No, I know. Fine, we have to do a girls' trip to London because that's a city where we where we don't compete. You know what I mean? You guys are LA, we're New York, but don't fucking tempt me. Mm-hmm. We can meet up and but we ter- get it's a it's a neutral ground. Right. Yeah. One thing we can all agree on is if people love you in London, they love us in London. Yes. and it's like it's yes. fine over there. Yes, yeah. Spread the spread the words. And I'll say I'll say this: if there's any sup London fans, um, come to our show on the 18th at They're the Bill o- Murray, October 18th, London. Oh my God! Yeah, they there are and they will. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, obsessed. And I, they'll make themselves known. They will. And they'll come and they'll say Happy Low Timber or we'll <laughs> we'll have mm. a sub section. <laughs> we'll have like the Heineken. Like like Heineken sponsored zone, sub zone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sub VIP zone. It's gonna be like right in front of the stage, but with like easy access to Heineken. Tickets are randomly more expensive, Please. but it's open Heineken bar. They're two. They're two hundred twenty five dollar <laughs> tickets. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Thank you guys again. Thank Thanks, you so much. Guys. Thank you. Best. Okay. Bye. Be well. Bye. <laughs> Fake out. We're doing two more hours. (laughs) Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.